0: Welcome to the Driven Real Estate Podcast by REMAX Hallmark, where we interview top performing realtors, listen to their ideas, strategies, and advice, so we can raise the bar and make your story a success story. Here's your host, John Perez. Hey everybody, this is John Perez. Thanks for tuning in to the Driven Real Estate Podcast by REMAX Hallmark. Today's guest bought his first property at the very young age of 16, before he could even legally sign for ownership of it. He got his real estate license in his early 20s while accumulating several investment properties and providing his services to investor clients. He is constantly growing and evolving and shares with us his secrets about building a successful real estate career and surviving a market shift. He is a consistent top producer, earning the RE-MAX Platinum and Titan Club Awards and the RE-MAX Hall of Fame Award. Let's welcome Cash Alavi. Cash, what is the secret to your success?
1: The secret to my success, I would say it's It depends when you're really asking me and it's often changing Um, but I would say my main uh, secret is probably the passion that I have for real estate Uh, and I think this question would probably tie into uh, how I got into real estate and uh, uh, but the secret is is some of the background and the knowledge I have I got into construction and and renting out my basement and stuff at an early age and uh, I won't lie the money and the ability to uh, talk to people, find tenants and kind of uh, that whole aspect of the administrative slash the sales and I was in sales before too so uh, the secret would be a combination of that and the character and the circumstances that I was brought up under and uh, and it kind of got my motivation going and uh, and it it translated into passion to people that were around me and they wanted to be part of that energy and the passion.
0: Right, so just listening to how you've explained that in, in, in very very much detail about how you're passionate about the entire process of real estate. I can get the sense that it's, it's driving you literally to, mm-hmm. to explore all the different aspects of this business. And You've built quite a successful business and at the same time you're still on a tra- trajectory towards amazing growth and that's what I admire about you. So, Because you briefly mentioned that your purpose of getting into real estate uh, sort of ties in with how you got started, how did you get started in the real estate business?
1: So uh, this is the this is the funny part, and sometimes that's why I feel like sometimes we are kind of uh, meant to be, and uh, you know our stories are pre-written. Because I was uh, at age of sixteen, I moved in with my dad, and my parents had divorced, and we didn't have much space. We were in a small little apartment, four of us, and I didn't have my own room. So uh, being under those circumstances, I was really, really, uh, I really wanted to have my own space, my own privacy. So uh going to school and going to friends homes and stuff i realized you know they have a house they have a backyard they have all this space uh to do hobbies or whatever and uh and i really was bugging my dad i'm like we gotta buy a house we gotta buy a house so he told me he's like go get a job save your money and then we'll buy a house and that's exactly what happened so i landed a job at bell and because I was bilingual, they were paying me very good money. At the time, I think uh, the minimum wage was around $6. And I was making about $15.80. Right. And, uh, th- and the school that I was going in, uh, going to was, luckily, wasn't that hard for me. And uh, so I was able to do a lot of overtime, pick up a lot of shifts, weekends, evenings, whatever, and uh, I saved about $10,000. And that's when I came back to my dad, I'm like, here's 10 grand, let's, let's buy a house. So mm-hmm. it motivated him and my sister at the time that was living with us To uh, go out there and uh, save more money, and we pulled it together, and we bought our first house. I was 16 years old. I couldn't even put my name on it. Right. So, anyways, uh, so we bought that house, and and at that point, I didn't realize that I was committing to mortgage payments, Mm -hmm. and I wanted to go to Ryerson to go and uh, take business and so on. And uh, I realized, you know, I needed some sort of income. So I learned how to renovate by going to Home Depot uh, Saturday classes. And I made a lot of mistakes, and you know, I, I renovated my basement, and I decided to rent it out, and we got tenants, and all of a sudden, I was making, I think it was fifteen, sixteen hundred dollars a month right. off of the tenants, and it was pretty much covering most of the mortgage, mm-hmm. and that really got me super excited, and uh, got me so excited that within the years, uh, I kept getting promoted at Bell. You know, I was doing a good job, and they recognized me for it, and. Uh, So I I got promoted and I saved more money and I decided, hey, let's go buy a second house. Mm -hmm. And I bought a secondary investment house and I renovated that. I rented that out and then I said, let me buy a third house. So by this time, I was like 23 years old and I was buying my second and third home. And uh, I I was really into the real estate situation and I was really kind of diving deep into it. And people around me knew what I was doing and they would come to me for questions on tenants and questions on... Uh, properties and so on and so forth and so i was kind of being labeled like the real estate guy even though i wasn't in real estate mm-hmm. and so i started i decided one day i would take my license and uh, i started doing the courses and at the time when i was working at bell i finally landed in a position at the uplink center of bell Express View and it was it was like uh, satellite technology and we were doing um, we were doing live broadcast for Cineplex and all sorts of companies that were buying bandwidth from us uh, and at that time the internet wasn't good enough to, to broadcast HD quality uh, video and uh, so uh, they actually was phasing out and internet was coming to replace our jobs and I got laid off and I got a big package from Bell and mm-hmm. I had already started my courses and that really pushed me uh, and made the decision for me that I'm gonna go into real estate. And uh, so I was already in sales and I'm like, why not? And I, this is my passion, I've already done all this stuff in real estate, why not take it further? And uh, I jumped right into it. And so the, one of, going back to the, to the reason of my success, one of the main things that really, really helped me out starting out is my history, is people knowing who I was and what kind of uh, background I had. And what I had dealt with, I had built a house at that point, uh, you know, and I had uh, done renovations, I've dealt with tenants, I've invested. Mind you, this is all like a uh, Coles Notes version. I've made a lot of mistakes and I lost a lot of money, but I see that as my uh, kind of uh, learning experience and also the price I had to pay to get to where I am. And so I did my license, and the people around me came to me for questions, and it was just natural from there to take it from the question to uh, assisting them to buy a home or sell their home.
0: Yeah, it's absolutely fantastic that you had at such an early age a vision of what you wanted to do. You had, you, I mean, you, you sought out a solid stable income in order for you to be able to achieve your goals, earn a bit of money, use that money to get into real estate because you knew you wanted it. And at 23, how you were able to get a couple of investment properties and, and started building. So it sounds like you had a you had a great start. You knew what you wanted. So when you, when you finally got your real estate license, what would you say was the biggest challenge that you faced?
1: You know, uh, I think the biggest challenge, because you can't be a perfect person. Overall, like you have some good qualities and everyone has certain flaws and certain things they're not good at. And uh, my main thing was um, being a good manager and not just managing of people, but managing of time. Uh, managing of uh, because when you're a realtor I'm sure you know you're one a, a one person company so you're dealing with everything from uh, your lead generations to servicing to um, accounting to administrative so you're dealing with like five six different departments all on your own and you have to manage your time and be able to, to bounce back and forth uh, between the different tasks um, and I had I always had a trouble with with um, keeping a very good balance, and uh, and to this day, I've now been in real estate for almost ten years, and I'm I feel like I'm only now starting to get the hang of uh, running a company, uh, per se. Right. So I used to be just a service provider, um, but now I'm really I'm running my own company. I'm running my team. Uh, I'm lever- I'm learning to leverage myself. I'm learning to delegate tasks, and uh, and I'm learning to. Uh, accept my flaws and hand those over to someone who can do it better than me, and I think that's those are that's my biggest challenge.
0: Which is a very important lesson because you're absolutely right, Cash. When you do get into this business, a lot of a lot of realtors don't realize just how much is involved. Mm-hmm. Not only in the day-to-day that they have to do in terms of the sales aspect of it, but literally, real estate is a business mm-hmm. where you've got a lot of moving parts that, and you've got to identify really, as you said. What are you good at what are you weak at so that you can learn how to delegate mm-hmm. so you've built a fantastic business over the past ten years thank you however you're very welcome however the previous year 2017 was challenging for mm-hmm. the industry and we still feel the effects of that even up until now what would you say you did uh, during this this time period where we were experiencing challenges in the industry and how did you how did you address these challenges or these changes and mm-hmm. in, in, in where the market is going and where it's headed?
1: That's a really, really good question because um, it actually ties back into uh, what it takes to be a real estate agent and a successful one. Mm -hmm. Um, The main issue was I was in uh, real estate for about a decade, so I hadn't personally uh, gone through a major shift in the market like we did last year. Um, And what had happened is over the past few years, I had uh, uh, built a big database of investor clients, Mm -hmm. um, builders, developers and so on and so forth. So uh, it became a bigger portion of my business and uh, my consumer side uh, shrunk a little bit. And uh, also, one reason was because of uh, the pay was better. I mean, the doing dealing with developments and stuff like that. Um, but also, it was a, a little different, and I like to change my business every so often, so that it rejuvenates that uh, that enthusiasm and that passion. But. Um, so what happened last year is that a lot of those changes that occurred in the business and a lot of the changes that, are, that happened at the government level and even at the mortgage levels and the bank levels uh, affected our business and affected mostly the guys that were investors and mostly the guys that were builders and developers. So a lot of those clients pulled back. Um, so it taught me that I should never let go, I should keep a balance um, uh, to, with my clients. And uh, I should make sure that I, I don't have all my eggs in one basket. And um, so, with that being said, last year we had a lot of deals that actually fell apart, mm-hmm. and uh, it affected me directly. Um, but I think uh, one of the good things about me personally is that I always keep a positive attitude. I always look at the right, the, the positive side versus the negative. Uh, if the deals don't go through, I always try to make sure my clients are well protected, and uh, which I did, and a lot of them are, are grateful for that. And um, and then I, I decided that I was going to take my business to uh, social media and mm-hmm. to kind of uh, online marketing so that I could uh, uh, spread out the word of, of the service that I provide. Because I feel, not to be cocky, but I feel that I provide a complete package. Mm-hmm. I listen to people, I'm patient, uh, I'm honest. I never push people into any properties or out of their properties. And uh, I feel like, the, going back to the secret of my success, referrals is a big thing for me. Mm-hmm. And uh, now I'm literally just getting flooded with referrals and uh, I have to manage them as well as I can. And, mm-hmm. and really, that's how I, I overcome the challenges. Absolutely. Is, yeah. yeah.
0: And I, I pretty much witnessed you going through this transformation, especially, and what I'm very happy about is seeing how you've overcome the shift in the marketplace and the different Mm. challenges that you've been through in the past year. So let's talk a little bit specifically now about you You built a great business in terms of investor clients, and then with the shift in the marketplace, investor clients weren't really as confident with the marketplace, so the transactions in that particular field of your business declined. How did you identify the opportunities that you're currently pursuing, and what specifically about social media and digital marketing are you currently uh, what kind of strategies are you putting forth so that you're able to now increase the kind of business growth that you're seeing right now?
1: Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, answering the second question first is um, how did I shift my business and what kind of strategies I'm implementing in my social media? Uh, I feel like social media is a very good tool if you have a, a service um, that uh, you want everyone to know about. So. Uh, often enough when I do a transaction, a lot of the clients, referrals, friends, families, um, past clients uh, or even uh, sphere of influence or colleagues from old jobs, uh, they know you personally. But there's a lot of people out there that may be their friends or that have seen you um, but they don't know you personally. And they judge you based on what you look like. And unfortunately for me, because of my look, I may come a- come across as maybe a-, a business guy or maybe an aggressive guy. but I like people to know that, hey, there's a funny side to cash, there's a softer side to cash, there is uh, an honest side to cash, and I feel like with social media videos and things like that, you can really come across and show them that you're creative, that you're able to do step out of the box, and you're able to do different things, and, and that you're approachable. And I feel like people that see you uh, a few times before they even contact you, they feel more comfortable reaching out. Mm -hmm. And I think that's the most important key to social media Um, and and, uh, to be honest with you, to this day, I still haven't used it to its full potential and that's because again, I'm integrating some new aspect to my business. And I'm trying to get the hang of it and get used to it and it's slowly coming in and and even me I'm trying to find my social my online identity because you may watch some of my videos and they may not be 100% who I am personally but they're a rendition of that and that's because everybody who starts off I'm sure you felt the same way you get nervous you get worried um, what will people think of me and 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 you don't even know how you are in front of the camera you don't know how you're supposed to be so it just takes time and time to make videos and and to make mistakes, just like how I did before coming into real estate. I've made tons of mistakes. I would say I've lost maybe around a quarter million dollars in all my mm-hmm. mistakes. Um, but uh, but I feel like money is not the main aspect. It's not the main focus. So uh, again, you got to make mistakes, and here it's it's the shame. It's the embarrassment. So. That's not the main focus. The main focus is to get it out there and connect with people as much as you can.
0: Absolutely. And it's it's if you and if you put it that way, it's a quarter million dollar investment in your education and exactly. your success. And yeah. I've seen a lot of your videos and I must say that it's very unique. Thank you. And it definitely you're very welcome and it, it definitely shows your personality. And you're absolutely right, because in our industry there's a lot of I would say traditional and even old school marketing that still persists today. And in an industry where there's a lot of competition, especially in the Toronto real estate board, there's like over 50,000 members, you've got to ask yourself, you know, how do you set yourself apart from everybody else? And Cash, I think that's one thing that you're doing well. And one thing I admire b- about you is that you're humble enough to admit that you don't know everything yet about social media mm-hmm. or digital marketing, mm-hmm. and that it's a continuously evolving process for you. Mm-hmm. And I think that's one of the strong points that you have, which mm-hmm. is- Thank you. You've identified something that you're, something that you're passionate about, something that you're good at, you've identified an opportunity of growth but at the same time you've accepted that this will be a continuous learning process mm-hmm. and that's what I really like about you
1: yeah and to, to add to that point thank you so much for all the compliments and uh, I think uh, the most important thing is to always uh, first admit that you don't know everything and that you're not good at everything um, but secondly is to go after those things and, uh, and not be afraid to go Diving into it, um, and I must say, like it's it's uh, it's hard to be in front of the camera. It's hard to put yourself out there. But uh, but I'll tell you, I use fear as a fuel mm-hmm. uh, to keep me going because when you are fear, it gets your heart pumping, and that feeling of not wanting to do something. Is what actually makes you want to do it. I don't know if that makes any sense, yeah, but ma- makes yeah. Sense. So so it's yeah. like you don't want to do it. You don't want to do. You, but then when you overcome it, you do it, and then you get some good feedback. Mm-hmm. It's like it launches you and it, and it rejuvenates your 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 kind of passion and your love. And and I always said this even before real estate. I said uh, to my colleagues, I said every two to three years. You have to change something about the position that you're in, mm-hmm. um, or else you become it becomes stale and you become demotivated and uh, you kind of and and then your quality of work your performance will come down. And the beautiful thing about real estate is you can change a thousand and one things about your own business, and uh, you can constantly improve it. And although it's uncomfortable. Every change is uncomfortable, and although that that uncomfort, uh, that uh, change is going to be uncomfortable, yes. but it adds an element of surprise and mm-hmm. it adds something that rejuvenates you know your your day to day transactions your day to day business mm-hmm. and so you kind of feel like you created a new position for yourself
0: right absolutely and that's yeah. where growth comes from is exploring these you know you're just on the verge of discovering something new and you fail you, you fear the failure, but you're absolutely, you're absolutely right, driving mm-hmm. that uh, going beyond that fear. of of failing and actually exploring something leads to growth right exactly
1: and i gotta say the the one person i have to thank for that is my dad and Mm -hmm. my dad's always pushed me from from day one he's always pushed me uh into new uh territory and to do things that uh you know if i said i didn't i wasn't good at something he would push me more in that direction and it taught me that uh you know you could anybody could be good at anything um being but being a uh like someone who specializes in a field i think just requires a bit more it, require, it requires to have passion and uh and uh, you know not not giving up mm-hmm. because uh, at the end of the day i always tell everybody is you uh, you could be good and even better than good you can be above average at almost anything even if I'm not a doctor, even if I have no um, uh, biology background or I have no, uh, you know, I'm not in the medic- medicinal field. But mm-hmm. if I go into it and I dedicate the next thirty years of my life, I feel like I could eventually become a doctor, mm-hmm. right? It all—it's about time and knowing that you could do it. It's about your attitude and uh, and not giving up, yeah, right? So,
0: so speaking about time and the investment of time that you've put into this business. Cash, what does a typical day look like for you? I know you're really busy. I know you've got a lot of great production. And to add to the mix, you're doing all this amazing, innovative stuff with social media and digital marketing. So tell us what your day looks like.
1: Uh, Every day is completely different. But uh, if I had to pick any day, I think um, you know, I wake up in the mornings. I I obviously uh, get my kids going. And I spend some time with my son. We try to have some breakfast together, so there's some quality family time. Because in our business, you don't know what time you're going to get home. Mm -hmm. Um, So uh, the balance is super important to me. It's not all about work, work, work. I try to make time uh, for my family and my kids. So that's my first and absolute priority. But then after that, uh, I come to to the office, and it's uh, anything from checking emails and uh, making sure that I've got the list of stuff for the week um, in the next few days, uh, booking showings, and I get I, you know we touch base with my assistant, and uh, we talk about the things that are coming up and the clients that we have currently going, the properties that are exclusive that we need to market to uh, to to clients or to prospective investors, um, and uh, and then we. Either go on showings, or uh, we produce videos, or we talk about different ideas, and we work on our marketing, um, and also the follow-ups on clients and things like uh, inspection reports and waivers, and uh, you know, there's so many, so many different mm-hmm. things, and every day is completely different. Some days you're out doing showings from in morning to night. Uh, other days you're writing offers left and right, and uh, you can never, never uh, know. I think i only know maybe a week in advance Mm -hmm. um at the most what my day is going to look like probably two days a day uh and sometimes the day of you get a call from a client says hey can i see you and you got to shift things over so uh, which is great for me because i gotta say i have uh, i think i'm self-diagnosed with adhd Mm -hmm. (laughs) i'm pretty sure i have it i can't sit still i can't focus but um uh, this is the perfect job for me because uh, uh i'm always on the go and bouncing back and forth and uh, that's why the days are completely different every day and it's and it's one one great aspect about my job that I love
0: and you touched on something very important there and i love the fact that you've identified that work life balance is a key part because our our business is you know you could be very busy for very long periods of times and there are times where you can put in you know more than an 8-hour day it could be 12-hour day 14 plus hour days exactly so yeah. and it's good that you have the ability to balance your time out with family so Looking into how, how your day goes, how structured is your day? You've identified different activities. Do you, put, do you have a specific time structure to where these activities are done? Or do you basically say, okay, this is what I have to do today, and as long as I've accomplished them, it doesn't matter when I do them, it doesn't matter you know, at what time, as long as I have time for my family, for everything else that I love to do. As long as this work is done, mm-hmm. uh, then, then I've accomplished my day. How do you structure your time?
1: So. Um Again, going back to one of my flaws is that management side of it, mm-hmm. where structuring time, and not only that, but when you're skipping from one one uh, task to another, there's always some time lost in between to regain your focus and uh, kind of take one hat off and, and wear another hat. Um, but the way I try to structure is the 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 main parts of the day um, that shouldn't be eliminated is. Uh, contacting different clients, prospecting um, and you know prospecting could be anything. It could just be calling your database and just touching base with previous clients and uh, touching base with your active clients and touching base with your pending clients that are waiting for for deals to close um, so that's the main aspect of it um, because those same clients will refer you business uh, the new clients will uh, maybe be ready to meet with you. Um, so that part is always important to have in every single day, uh, is a prospecting uh, time slot. The other one is uh, obviously is the administrative side, which I have an assistant that does, but we, I, do, I do like to be kind of hands-on and see what she's working on and, and you know, make sure things are calibrated and adjusted to the way I like them to be and, uh, and following up with, with clients too. Uh, other than that, then the, I I leave the afternoons mostly for meetings. Uh, so anything after lunchtime, uh, one o'clock, two o'clock, uh, and onwards would be for things like uh, meeting clients, doing showings. Um, a lot of times is if we're doing offers and stuff, and technology is actually helping a lot with that time management. There's software like DocuSign that we don't even need to meet the client. Uh, before I used to have to drive all the way to, let's say, Etobicoke or something to get a signature. Mm-hmm. Now you can just email it, and it's actually more secure than an actual signature. Absolutely. So, so being on top of that is also very important. Mm-hmm. Um, but, but yeah, the structure is it's uh, it's a challenge every day to structure mm-hmm. your day, but. Uh, One thing that I learned is the most important thing is to at least try to schedule your day somewhat a day in advance um, the night before and it relieves a lot of stress and and it's way more efficient because if you don't have your day kind of at least uh, enumerated the night before, you kind of waste a lot of time saying, okay, so what do I do next? What do I do next? because uh, no one's there to tell you what to do. I could if I wanted to stay home for the whole week, and I'll just miss a bunch of phone calls and uh, things will kind of fall apart eventually, but you don't feel it right away, right? So uh, the structure of the day is take notes the day before, make sure you've got your main Uh, stuff and and remember prospecting and servicing are two of the main important things the stuff like administration and marketing you can always hire people to do so those two things people want to hear from you they want to hear from you directly they want you to come and uh, speak with them and give them updates of the market and they want you to service them I mean uh, I do have agents that work with me but uh, I do like to be involved with my clients because if a client uh, hires me to do something they want me to be involved in in that process and they want me to at least monitor it and make sure that they get the best quality of service. right? Absolutely, so it's good
0: to see that you have a, a certain structure to how you approach it and you've identified what are the strategies that you put into place in order for you to be able to have an effective day. Now here's another question. There's a lot of things that go on in our business, a lot of moving parts as we mentioned earlier. How do you deal with distractions and how do you maintain a focus so that you're always on the ball with what you need to have done?
1: That's a good one because um, if I told you all of the items that I'm dealing with right now, uh, issues with uh, kids and things that are going on in, around the house and uh, I've got a lot of pets and people know sure. that and um, you know, challenges within the business, outside of the business, I got maybe like a good three, four pages of issues that I'm constantly dealing with That's right. and, uh, and then sometimes I see my friends that are dealing with a lot less but are, are showing a lot more stress. And I think it goes back to stress management. And um, if you're able to, uh, it's just like going to the gym. You have to uh, have a bit of stress. You can't run away from stress because once you learn how to deal with that stress, and by stress, I mean like things like issues and problems and distractions and all of that stuff fall into that stress category because nobody wants a distraction you know if you're if you're meant to do a job and you get distracted nobody's planning for that distraction that's why it's called a distraction Um, and a distraction becomes stress because now you're like oh i got to get this done but now i have this like so it's what i learned is time there's only a limited amount of time so you prioritize everything even if there's a distraction, you have to learn to completely look away if it's not hitting that priority list. So I try to prioritize everything in my mind uh, from level one to five. If, if it's something level one priority, needs to be dealt with immediately. And uh, like I said, priority is family and clients. So if uh, obviously there is a family emergency that takes uh, you know priority over everything else, but then after that it's my clients and clients are uh, our real estate business is just you know client can pick up and leave and go to someone else and there's tons of realtors out there trust me, mm-hmm. <laughs> so you gotta make sure that you provide the best quality of service and that's my priority. And any other distraction, uh, a I try to leverage it and have someone else deal with it if it's if it is a priority but not as high. Um, If not, then I try to put it aside for a little bit later. And also managing people's expectations is very important. Mm -hmm. Because um, if you tell everyone you're going to do whatever you're doing for them immediately, uh, then obviously you're going to disappoint people eventually. Mm -hmm. So you need to make sure that you're managing their expectations and making sure that you give yourself enough time to uh, deal with the task at hand. But also, you have to also leave a margin for distractions. And if they do come in and if it's a higher priority, you deal with it. If not, then they get kind of set aside for the next, you know, for the queue.
0: And it's interesting to point out that there will always be a certain level of stress in any kind of business that is worth pursuing, especially in real estate. And it's good. It's interesting that you pointed that out, that it's just about how we embrace or how we manage it. Exactly. And how we, rather than try to take control over every situation, mm-hmm. managing expectations. In addition to managing our client's expectations, also managing our own personal expectations, because mm-hmm. let's face it, things can go wrong. Mm-hmm. And usually when we don't expect things to, they to go wrong, do. that's when they do, right? Mm-hmm. And it's being able to pick yourself up, you know, dust yourself off and say, okay, you know what, that happened. Let's deal with it, what's next? And that's how you're able to, mm-hmm. to succeed with your and, business. And
1: to add to that actually, um, have you, haven't you noticed that it doesn't matter when it is in your life, there's always something that's stressing you out. Absolutely. There's always a challenge, there's always a distraction, and there's always uh, something that's causing your stress. And one thing I've learned throughout the years is there's always gonna be that, that stress. So one main thing that fixes it is time. Every single challenge I've had uh, has either gone away or has been uh, conquered with time. So why stress about it when you can just uh, use that time, effort and energy to focus on how to resolve that issue, how to overcome it so that you can move on to the next. And that's really what it is. So you're just dealing with one issue to move on to the next issue. And if you want to live a healthy, successful life. In your home and your your career, uh, you have to be expecting that stress, and you have to welcome it, and you have to deal with it like it's a puzzle. You know, you mm-hmm. sit down, you play a puzzle. Guess what? You turn that into your everyday life. You'll be successful uh, going forward, right?
0: Absolutely. And the great thing about time too is it also allows you to continue to grow your knowledge, and also adds to your experience. Mm-hmm. So that's that's absolutely fantastic. Words of wisdom, Cash. Thank so you. Yeah, Cash. Right now during the show, we have a lot of realtors watching. Some of them are experienced, some of them may have just gotten their license and are just getting started in the industry. So the question is, what is your advice based on the wealth of knowledge and the wealth of wisdom you've just shared with us? What would you say is that one ultimate piece of advice that you'd like to share with the realtors watching this or listening to this today?
1: I would say there's a few, but one main thing that I've learned in my real estate career is to never judge anyone's ability uh, and how well they'll do in this business. Mm -hmm. Um, It's really tough. I've seen people come into the business and within a year they've surpassed experienced realtors. And I've seen experienced realtors that were doing very well uh, come down in their production. So um, it's something that you got to constantly work towards and uh, uh, never think to yourself that it's because that guy is taller than me or that guy is wealthier or that guy has better connections that he's gonna do better in business. Uh, One thing I've learned is that we all have a fair shot and it's all about your attitude and your mentality and pretty much the sky's the limit. Mm -hmm. And I I still struggle with myself because I I gotta remind myself every day hey, um, no, that's, that's just an excuse. Because our brains are programmed to automatically come up with excuses. You know, like, oh, I'm gonna go and do something today, oh, but, but it looks gray, it's gonna rain. But really, that's not gonna affect, uh, affect what I'm doing. It's just an excuse. So you have to learn to, um, to not make excuses and, and understand that we all have a fair shot. At the end of the day, uh, we're all made of the same materials. We're all <laughs> blood, flesh, and bones. And uh, we all have the same uh, opportunities. As long as we're healthy and we can walk and we've got all the abilities that uh, we do, um, we're all pretty much on an equal playing field. So it makes no difference who you are. Are you a new realtor or you're an experienced realtor? Uh, You can be just as successful as the next guy or uh, not, right? Mm -hmm. It's all about your mentality and your mental state.
0: Absolutely. And that's fantastic. Words of wisdom and advice. Thank you so much for sharing. Oh, that no with worries. Us Cash. Yeah. So, Cash, thank you so much for being with us on the show and sharing the wealth of wisdom that you have and, and your experience in real estate. Just to finish off, if somebody wants to reach out to you, how mm-hmm. do they do that? How do they find out more about you?
1: Well, the best thing to do is uh, if you want to just watch me from afar, you can always uh, connect with me on Facebook at Cash Alavi. That's K-A-S-H and the last name is Alavi, A-L-A-V-I. And uh, same thing on Instagram. It's at Cash Alavi. And, uh, but if you want to give me a call or an email, you're more than welcome to. It's 416-809-9003. I uh, absolutely welcome, and a lot of the videos that I make is to have people uh, contact me and connect with me. It doesn't have to be about real estate; it could be about absolutely anything. Because one thing I've realized throughout the years, I have sold properties to realtors alike, uh, with or without license. You know, I've uh, professionals, uh, all sorts of different people. So uh, it's not only about business, but it's about making that connection. And sometimes we can benefit each other, uh, whether it's uh, financially, emotionally, uh, business-wise, or in whatever case. But connecting with people and, uh, you know, sharing thoughts and ideas is always uh, has been beneficial yeah. to me. Always. Absolutely.
0: Cash, that's absolutely wonderful. Thank you so much. I mean, once, once more for your Thank time. you so much for, for this uh, podcast. I really appreciate it. Thank you for listening to the Driven Real Estate Podcast. To listen to more success stories, visit our website at hallmarkdriven.com.